All right. Well, we are up and recording, Mary. We're back. We are back. We're back in our, our podcast sofa conversation. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> it's been a while. It has been a while. And I was thinking maybe we should each introduce ourselves just in case people have forgotten who we are. Let's start fresh. Who the heck are you? I'm Erin Warhol. I um, am a friend of Mary's. I'm a, a student of Mary's. I I'm a mom, I'm a wife, and I um, am somebody who really sees value in the self-mastery tools that Mary teaches in her forgiveness trainings. So I asked Mary if she would be willing to get on the recording and let's just like focus our attention on it because honestly, I've been struggling a bit. So Mm -hmm. um, that's me. I think that's a pretty accurate portrayal of me in this moment. Yes, a, a diligent, courageous student of life. Mm-hmm. And I'm Mary, Mary Hayes Greco, and I too am a student of life. And um, we have come together around a body of work that I've been teaching for the best part of 20 years called the Self Mastery Program, um, which grew out of my um, training and teaching in unconditional love and forgiveness with my mentor, Edith Stoffer. So I've been in the, uh, as, as my husband, I call it, I've been running a mom and pop enlightenment shop for 20 something years, teaching small classes and workshops. And, uh, and now I'm, uh, I'm underemployed, I think, because of the, <laughs> we're in the, the fall of 21, the pandemic, which feels to me and a couple of my friends like winter somehow. It's mm. not winter, but just the kind of the feeling of things being like yeah. dead and dormant. right now. Like, you know, typically I would be teaching a class and you'd po- probably be helping me, Erin, yeah. be teaching a public workshop next weekend with uh, 12 to 15 people in it and we'd be rocking it with helping people heal their wounds and then we'd be teaching the self-mastery program for 10 months with 10 people in it and we'd be learning you know focusing on all these life tools that all fit together so beautifully like facets of a jewel but nobody signed up Aaron nobody signed up for either of those things and so I I'm saying it's the times people are not like wanting to come and sit in a class with a mask on for six hours yeah i understand that and also there's just sort of i don't know some sort of sense of waiting i think well Um, yeah and that's what we talked about that i think you know this summer we all kind of thought maybe the pandemic would be winding down and it didn't and we've had to kind of deal with the delta virus and you know like we're 18 months in um we're kind of we're not seeing the light at the end of the tunnel just yet and so it's kind of like the it's a marathon right and Mm -hmm. that's where I said Mary we got to just get back on track here with recording because I really need to focus my attention and my time and my energy on constructive things like self-mastery tools and I Mm -hmm. I really need that so that I don't fall prey to you know, see, looking out in the world and seeing all that's wrong and oh, seeing everything falling so apart. Easy. It's so easy. Oh and my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I said, I'm a, I'm a producer. I am a builder. I build things. I mm-hmm. build things. I build relationships. I build shows. I build organizations. I build, I build things. And I am really struggling right now with 
looking out and seeing so many things falling apart. And it pains me like grief. It pains me not to even mention loss. You know, a lot of people have experienced a lot of loss in the recent months and uh, our family has too. And it, you know, when you think about like, well, how do you confront that? You want to confront all that's going on any day with, with your best, right? Right. We, we want to be the people who can show up and, and bring our best to it. But then with your, with your grown up tools and we yeah. want to hold these events and uh, these seasons in our lives right now as adults, as grown ups, as masters, as uh, people who are consciously being students of life and not victims yeah. of life's vicissitudes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that is I think that is one of the fundamental uh, stances that we take in the self mastery journey. Is that that one right there? It's like okay, how do I want to hold this experience I'm having right now about this thing that just happened or didn't happen? Okay, I am not a victim. That is my first thing. I, I, I'm not going to hold it like a victim. I'm going to hold it like a student of life. Yeah. And like, this is what life is doing. <laughs> well, <laughs> life, I think, I think even bef- before we go on, I have to just sort of admit that just within the last two days, I got an F in the class. <laughs> oh, you flunked that test. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you a quick story. So, you know, I am trying, I'm trying every day. I, I tell people I I have a strategic plan and and they're like, Oh, what is it? And I said to have a good day each day to have a good day. And it's like, how can I have a good day today? And so, um, gosh, it was just, was it yesterday or the day before I was like, okay, I'm going to go swim laps because I know that even though it sometimes doesn't, you know, like I can think of all sorts of reasons not to go get, jump into the pool and start swimming when I do it and I exercise and then I'm in water and then I sit in the hot tub and then I'm done, you know, as I go through all that, it does shift my mood in a really wonderful way. It's highly Mm. constructive. Uh It's right there. It's right within reach. So on Friday, I was like, okay, I'm doing it. And I got to the pool and there was just one other person in the whole pool room. And I was about to get in the pool, but I realized I'd forgotten my, uh, my goggles. Mm -hmm. So that's a problem right there because I was gonna, you know, it's hard to swim laps without your goggles. The you know, why is that? Chemical. Because you get a bump into somebody. Oh, you could no. bump in, you could bump into the wall, but it hurts your eyes. It's like, oh, uh, so I was like, okay, well, maybe I could just get a kickboard. I'd left them in another bag and it was stupid, but I thought I'll get a kickboard and I'll, I'll kick, you know, and get my exercise. <laughs> so it's already not going great. And the other man in the pool area went into the hot tub and was in the hot tub and I'm kicking in the pool area. And all of a sudden I'm hearing him on his phone with his phone on speaker. And I'm hearing some digitized voice bouncing around all the walls while I'm trying to, to be peaceful. And I'm trying, Oh, it just, and it, God, who raised him? Exactly. You know, man in his sixties at least. And it, it made me so angry, Mary, Mm -hmm. like, head to toe anger. You went from zero to 10 exactly. in the pool. Exactly. The and, unconscious guy with his 
phone on and echoing well, in the pool. Oh. Yeah. And I couldn't even like just put my head under the water and swim because I didn't have my goggles. So eventually then I thought, okay, cut your losses. And then I was going to get into the hot tub that the hot tub was going. There was other, there was another person in there. And I thought, I'll just try to relax a little bit here. You know what? This same man, this is like over 30 minutes. He is still freaking on the phone in the hot tub. Oh, like six feet away from you. Yeah. Like FaceTiming oh. with somebody. Oh, and again, my anger right there to the surface. You didn't want to say something to him. I did say something to him. Oh, I, I looked at him you and say, I said, what's the matter with you? You freaking <laughs> jerk. Is that what I you said? said are you on the phone? <laughs> and he was like, oh, oh, you know, and I looked at the other man who probably wished he wasn't in the hot tub. And, and immediate, immediately I was like, this is not the person I want to be yelling at people and strangers in the hot tub. Yeah, but really, I mean, that's, that's oh, just a simple boundary. Yeah. That's someone being... Told things you think they shouldn't have to be told. Yeah. But you yeah. know what? I I have experienced that people are so touchy right yeah. now, yeah. so yeah. ready to go from zero to ten. Yeah. Rage. And I had two uh rage experiences from other people last week. Um, like <laughs> one woman who made it a point of, you know not only screaming at me and calling me, you know, an ugly so-and-so a number of times, but she actually pulled her car over and got out and stood there yelling, you know, full bore in public at me because I had dared to cross the street against the light. Well, there was still like, she was a block away. She was a block away, but I think she was speeding, trying to make the light or something. And I didn't, anyway, she felt so put upon that I had crossed the street against the light that she felt like she could take five and a half minutes parked yelling at me oh my <laughs> about God. it, you know? And I just stood there thinking, wow, this is really you yelling about stuff I don't even know about because yeah. you can't even yell at what I did. It wasn't even, you know, wasn't even off. <laughs> and yeah. then the next day, the same, and I, I stood there and I, I, I finally just like kind of held my hands out to her like open-handedly and kind of said, is this worth it? <laughs> you should try to relax. And then she just Ooh. went crazier. <laughs> went crazier. You know, so I said, okay, well, I'm just going home now. <laughs> that didn't, that didn't hurt work. I, I could, I wanted to say something though. Yeah. <laughs> Can't help nothing. Well, and, that's and the next day somebody, somebody did something really stupid in, in traffic. And I just did this like hand thing, you know, where yeah. you kind of go like, hey, what? You know, yeah. kind of indicating to a driver that that wasn't so on. And they spit out their window at me. They spit. Are you kidding me? No, they leaned out in an open window and spit on my car. And I'm like, this is kidding? the day after the woman did this. And I said, wow, I think I'm going to stay home. Because <laughs> it's not too safe out here. You can't even, like, make a polite excuse me yeah. well, gesture with your hand and without people going nuts. It, so. it, there's something going, I mean, this is part of the overall issue that I'm having is that in the social fabric, the social, like the social contract is all like up in the air and like what's appropriate, what's not appropriate, 
you know, people have different ideas about that. The Wild West. It, it is. And, you know, I, I was, I've told a lot of people my story of like, you know, getting the guy in the, in the hot tub going, yeah, you know, why are you on the phone? And, and he did get off the phone, by the way. And he's like, oh, there was a quiet moment. So I called my family on the East coast and I'm thinking you could do that in your car, you know, mm-hmm. parked on the side of the road. Do you have to do it in the pool room here? So the sound all bounces off of the walls. But here's the thing, Mary, I didn't feel better having said that. Mm. I, I then was like feeling, oh my God, am I like this inappropriate, awful person shrieking at others? And like, like the people who shrieked at you. <laughs> and so I immediately switched over and I apologized for being a bitch. <laughs> to the man who was just sitting there who he's like, no, no problem. He was just glad I wasn't yelling at him. Yeah. And then I apologized to the other man. And then I just left and I just said oh. enough. So I gave myself an F for the day for, for that experience, <laughs> even because though, why, what did you wish? Well, you had done? Because I didn't end up feeling better. I wasn't, I felt like I wasn't, I wasn't constructively handling the duress and I, you know, I was doing it, I was trying to improve my state of being, my state of mind, my physicality, my emotional state. And I actually, you know, left just angry. Hmm. And so that's where I'm like, okay, th- I was not, you know, and I don't think you have to put up with everything. I, 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 I could have handled it maybe in a different way where I wasn't so angry, but I couldn't help it. I, I just went zero right. to 60. Right. So that's why I, I said, okay, let's, let's start recording again. We can do this, Mary, even though we can't be in person. Yeah. Kind of realign around the mastery approaches. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And I said, like the first step is one is to have the stance of a master, which is I am not a victim of life. I am a student of life and Mm -hmm. I have these tools. And over time we've identified, um, what mastery means is basically as this student of life, we are in the business of, let's see, let me just dust this off from my brain, from my, my, little <laughs> mental, my mental outline. Uh, well, we're in the business of healing our wounds mm-hmm. and dispelling our fears and getting to know who we really are on different mm-hmm. levels and developing our gifts and all with the ultimate intention of uh, kind of enjoying ourselves in this world and serving this world as ourselves like being of service and and enjoying life as you and nobody else the way nobody else can do it you know and so the the different tasks of mastery have to do with that you know the forgiveness approach to like clearing out these backlog of toxic emotions that Mm -hmm. want to erupt Mm -hmm. and um the recognition of how am i using my will day Mm -hmm. by day my 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 immediate strong everyday will and my overall arching sense of being inside a higher will and how am i uh following my intuition as the navigating compass Mm-hmm. from my soul from my soul to my person that there is this way that I find out which way to turn that's easiest and most purposeful and, and intuition is what shows us that and there's the, also the management of 
our subtle energy, our vital life force, and how we uh, restore, renew, increase, share our energy, how we prevent it from getting drained and sucked and scattered mm -hmm. you know, by other things. And there's this w way of understanding ourselves both as soul and personality and subpersonalities, little characters inside us that some of them are helpful and some of them are not helpful. They, they are sabotaging, they're, they're negative, they're outgrown things from childhood or whatever. So um, this assemblage of, oh, and the other thing too uh, is, is boundaries, learning what our boundaries are, meaning what is mine to live? What will I let into my life and what will I keep outside of my life because it's not mine? To live and you know boundaries exist on on so many different levels so so these are all like the toolkit that i wish somebody had taken me to camp like when i was a junior in high school and introduced mm -hmm. these ideas to me then so i didn't have to bash along so long <laughs> and get so many dents and bumps and bruises on the way but maybe that's just what it is maybe that's just what it is for everybody it's life isn't easy but anyway, so I was I was reflecting this morning because I knew we were going to talk and start talking and holding um, each other to the um, the companionship of the mm -hmm. the mastery path. And I thought, so what am I what am I doing today? What what's today? Mastery. What is my thing? And I said, oh well, a couple things. One is I've done a little bit of forgiveness work lately I, I it wasn't little forgiveness work it was important like I did a, a forgiveness of my husband who I've been in the house with for 18 months yeah <laughs> my husband is a deep and wonderful guy but he's he's a guy he's a person with little things anyway what what's cool is that I did this forgiveness work around my husband about two or three weeks ago and I have felt so physically better since mm. I did that I have felt like my back doesn't hurt my mm -hmm. back was hurting for months and it just stopped hurting that day in a certain spot where my back hurts and i thought wow that is really good and just the last two days i stumbled across an issue a childhood issue it's really kind of a big one and i thought wow i should really take that one to the mat i should really forgive that huge negative belief that i have carried since childhood and have put off because it feels true to me it feels like the truth of life but it actually is not a good one and um so I'm, I'm reminding myself that if i use my tools in this case forgiveness i use my tools i'm going to feel physically better i'm going to i'm going to feel lighter in my day and then the other mastery thing i'm aware of right now is you know i did everything i could from my personal will to fill my fall classes, which yeah. is my job. My job is leading groups yeah. and I do one-on-one -on -one stuff too, but leading groups and, and I've done it for 30 years and it's just dead in the water right now. And I did everything. I, I did so much yeah. uh, reaching out promotion and didn't help at all. Didn't my personal will for filling my fall groups and my job and my fall income did nothing. And I have this sense of being inside a larger will that is operating basically to keep 
understanding beingness instead of doingness and keep growing deeper in to myself. Ooh. I, yeah. 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 That's what I'm finding. I like that. I like the beingness. I mean, I have been doing, I, you know, and we've talked before, like throughout the pandemic, I've worked harder, longer, nearly every day, some, some, some months with, with my job and, you know, got tired. <laughs> and Very I think, tired. I think somewhere along the way too, I just kind of got in a mode where I was like, Oh, what's the next thing on the list? Let me just do it so I can cross it off. And what you're talking about beingness is I need, I I'm feeling called to be with myself, even be with my yucky feelings and be with just the pain of loss that we're, you know, that we're feeling. I I've told you, I think I just have a lot of grief. I have grief of what we all collectively are going through. And some of it is, you know, some, on a personal level of loss or empathy for those who have lost or just loss. And mm -hmm. it's, you know, as somebody who likes to build things and have them work great, have systems work great. You know, there's just, this is a really hard time for me. And so to not, to keep paying attention, even though it's painful. And so when you're talking about being to be with what's real and then also to be with what I'm not seeing because I'm so distracted by all this not right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like it's a beautiful day. I didn't notice that because I'm irritated. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right. And I don't even understand. This is always good when I'm I, I feel like I get assignments from my soul, you yeah, know, spirit. And I feel like this is an assignment right now. It's like because I, I hear a, a spiritual voice when I when I meditate and I clear my mind and I ask, I hear, I hear guidance, you know, so mm -hmm. in the last week I did that and it said, your beingness is more important than your doingness mm -hmm. right now. And it was so clear and simple. And yet me and my personal self, because I'm a doer too, I'm really into being productive. I was like, what? are you saying what i mean i just felt like it was coming against my thick skull of mm -hmm. doing this and getting my sense of identity from being useful in a particular way yeah. and the other thing it said and um it's it's also it's it's akin to it um and it's also kind of hard for me to just go with it but i'm gonna is it said so you have your sense of identity uh, around being useful. That's that's who you think you are. You're you're a worker. You're a server. You're useful. You're a helper. You're a, in relationship with people in certain roles. You're useful, and that's who you think you are. And I, meaning spirit, I invite you to discover other ways of being useful and to discover who you are when you're not being useful mm. <laughs> and i was like what so yeah. i i'm i'm being with those things and it's mm. yeah 
it, it it's kind of ah it feels kind of vacant and void in some ways like yeah. i just love and i just love cranking through a list and you know going check 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 and and having things build like you said but i feel like it's like sandcastles right now yeah sandcastles with the waves higher than where you started yeah taking it all away before you get very far mm. yeah and i i think um i i think when the doing is to just try to get past pain like like grief or loss um then it it actually that's that's not constructive that's what would that be that would be um denial or or dysfunction or just you know just not true not genuine like busy but, work yeah and the, the the thing that i have i've sort of been noticing is that as i try to be more true with myself and true in how am I feeling and true? And what, what do I need to truly to do, you know, to, to be that person who is, you know, getting a better grade in the life classroom. <laughs> um, it's just, just the awareness. It, the awareness is painful. Mm. You know? When I, when I sit still and go, okay, I'm aware of my situation right now. I'm aware of, for me, what I'm going through, you know, what not even, I mean, other people too, because I'm empathetic and I'm sensitive. It's like, I'm aware that there's a lot of pain, mm -hmm. you know, right. and so I don't want to get like swamped with that. And, you this know, I was really have to have the boundary yeah. to do our pain and not everyone else's pain. Mm, have mm -hmm. that kind of bubble of light around you that it represents you and your sphere, your sphere of life experience. And the yeah. pain is yours to process while being, you know, it's almost like looking out a window at the world's pain, mm -hmm. you know, instead of sticking your head out the open window and smelling it and, mm -hmm. you know, hearing it and whatever, but looking out the this detachment looking out the window at yeah. other people's pain with compassion and that's that's all we can do but i think one of the things we're talking about here too is um that feeling of void and uncertainty you know it's like well yeah and i have i have this grief in here i have this i have this crankiness this anger this this restlessness this whatever irritation irritation oh. and i was just um i was just reading uh ariana huffington's uh thrive global post mm -hmm. this morning and she said that studies show that uh people's brains we really want to find we really want to have patterns you really want to see patterns and mm -hmm. and see structures and see how things fit together and that's hard to do around grief it's hard grief is kind mm -hmm. of oceanic and foggy and it's not mm -hmm. like very structured it's kind of mm, this being this sort of thing but but patterns in a day you know like when people are going through serious grief like their spouse died suddenly mm -hmm. or whatever and they have to get just get through that first year just get through it i think i hear this all the time about how they just create patterns in a day, you know, the morning coffee, the mid morning walk, the, the phone call check in with somebody before two o'clock, the, 
you know, a little bit of a workout or whatever. And um, I find that that's also what I'm being invited to do is to is to create some patterns in this void time that basically will keep me toned up mm -hmm. for self, my own self pleasure mm -hmm. and ready for the next thing, you know, yeah. whenever, whenever it happens, whenever it comes around. But I find a resistance to, to putting patterns in place uh, because I don't know that that void is kind of seductive too. It kind of wants me to just sit down and go, I don't know. I'm just going to wait it out. <laughs> yeah. And I, it's so what you're, when you're just saying the void, I'm thinking also just the unknown, you know, mm -hmm. that there's the unknown, which is, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It, it carries potential like hmm. potential for good potential for bad like mm -hmm. it's pure potential and mm -hmm. so like as i look as i face the unknown what what will bring about more good or good for for me and those that i love and my community and all of that is if i can be a a, a strong you know good student of life using my tools right mm -hmm. so <clears throat> Like I go back to my my uh, verbal altercation in the pool area, where I just like none of that worked. It it didn't bring me to a good place. I guess the only thing I could say that was positive is that it it was sort of a wake up call for me that I'm a, I'm a woman on the edge, <laughs> and so like okay, oh, just so you don't start screaming at people crossing the street <laughs> against the light. Okay, please don't do that. I'll, I'll be yeah. embarrassed for you. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, I can't be responsible for other people and their rude behavior. And I certainly do not want to go around trying to, you know, make them aware of their rude behavior and fix it. Like, that is, I know that's not my job. I know it. You know, I have other jobs. But to just decide, okay, if I'm going to, if I'm going to pay attention to my own life force and what I can do in this time of unknown, what, what is it? And so the idea of a strategic plan to have a good day and what I'm hearing you say is create some patterns. So what is a good day? Well, maybe listening to some good music or maybe I straightening up and feeling a sense of, you know, accomplishment over, you know, a clean space. Tidiness and order. Yeah. Yeah. Um, working at decluttering, you know, I've been doing some of that. And so, you know, then I can go, okay, my, my head's in a better place and I, I can face things, but here's the thing, Mary, I, I feel like it's not, it's not a one-off. Like I kind of need to commit to, to this, like for a lot of days in a row, because I feel right. like, um, just, I, I, I don't know what else to do. Oh, so the other one that I've done is I get an email every morning from Marianne Williamson with a little two minute start your day meditation. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, in the past that has, that has been good for me. So I'm like, okay, I will do that now. Uh -huh. I will listen to that. And right. yeah. So anyway, I think, I think our conversation here is really helping me kind of face it's helping me put my attention on what I want to put my attention on. Mm -hmm. And so I'm hopeful that we can 
keep coming back to these conversations and just maybe start exploring all of your different self-mastery tools. Yeah, let's do it. It'll be really helpful for me too, because, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's lonely trying to be your best self by your, by yourself. Yeah. (laughs) When things are, are difficult and the things that you usually identify with have been taken away, Mm -hmm. you know, as they have been in my case, uh, a little bit. So, um, yeah. And I think, you know, it's a little bit of, I don't know if it's like, I don't want to say accountability. I want to say companionship. Mm, I like that. I just think think we need companionship during this time around, uh, you know, a certain amount of rock bottom faith Mm -hmm. in ourselves and each other and in humans and in, you know, in, in the ruptures of these times, you know, we, we don't really know the times we're in we're not going to know it for 300 years <laughs> we're going to look back and go oh that's what was going on you know we're, yeah. in, we're in a time of great you know rupture and and birth and have you noticed I, I like one part of me wants to be cynical about this and one one part of me feels heartened that in the marketing world in the advertising world over and over and over uh the, the message is coming out from companies is transform <laughs> the word transform is everywhere yeah. Yeah. transform your and then let's say some stupid thing if i can yeah. help you buy a product and i'm like oh wow you know these guys in in the in the office generating like the the marketing ideas what's afoot in the culture what are we speaking into everyone's talking about transform 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 and that is it's it's annoying because it's <laughs> marketers are hijacking something profoundly and profoundly important in nature and in spirit but it's heartening because it's happening mm-hmm. they wouldn't be saying that if it wasn't happening you know, like it's there's so much so much rupturing and and falling away and birthing forth and and popping out and yeah <laughs> ah, it's crazy yeah so, anyway but i'm telling myself you know, I'm telling myself, well, this is, this is it. This is what the sun is doing every single day. It's transforming. So this is what the prairie is doing. It's transforming mm-hmm. things into black dirt. It's, just, you know, it's, it's, it's life, but um, we're just, you know, we poor, we poor humans are in this, this confusing juncture around our own self-importance, you know, like how important mm-hmm. am I and what am I here for and all of yeah. that. Yeah, so let's yeah. be companions again on the in the conversation. I okay. feel like I probably went down a, a long trail. But, <laughs> no, I want to. That's I like that. Ron, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> if you think I really go around the bend, you just cut me out. <laughs> well, I like that, and I like the idea of just comparing notes and and kind of seeing and being companions about trying to be the masters of our of our lives, each of us. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I, I feel better. I feel a little more open. I, I feel a little more open and I'm breathing more. And mm-hmm. so this is this, you know, I'll check this off the list. I can see it changing. Plan. I can, I can see your face. We're on zoom looking at <laughs> I can see your face. You are more open. Yeah. Your color's better. Your chin is up. Your yeah. posture is more open. 
and uh, I can see like air and light starting to like uh, move. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Good. All right. <laughs> well, let's wrap this up now and I will um, uh, get the audio out and we will share it with our podcast listeners and um, then we'll do it again and we'll just keep doing it. We'll do it again. Okay. Yeah. I, I, you know, I talked to you before about like, I want a title for this, but I think part of the the mystery mastery that we're in is that there's no title. <laughs> there's no title. <laughs> What's going on here? I wish God would give us all a t- title the chapter that we're in well you you know you reminded me our podcast rise and thrive i mean our that's always our intention to rise and thrive and our our sort of tagline the tagline yes meet the moment love your life that's right yes that's meet the moment love your life and i'm i i thought okay i'll meet this moment and i'll try my best to love my life and that that'll that'll do that'll do do, pig (laughs) okay well thanks a lot mary it was good talking with you you're fabulous have a good day in your life okay will do see you next time bye